Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Crusting Up Podcast, episode 198. Looking forward to 2023 on this beautiful December 31st, 2022. Yes, that's right. New Year's Eve 2022 has been complicated. Is 2023 going to be easier? Who knows? Time will tell. All that more. Please stick around. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. I do swear and I tend to smoke cigarettes. See you in a bit. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Crusty Nick Podcast, episode 198. Looking forward to 2023, because 2022 was such a farce. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, on this beautiful New Year's Eve 2022. I hope you all had a good Christmas, got your bellies full of turkey and other festive meats while it's still legal in this country. Who knows what's going on exactly, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll tell you, I had my share of a nice prime rib that my wife and I bought, and we had a good sit-down meal. And just really enjoyed each other's company. And I hope all you had a great, wonderful Christmas too. I was working through the Christmas, uh, well, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. That was just my work cycle. But uh, to those individuals that weren't working and got to spend time with their families and loved ones, well done. Give yourselves a round of applause there for that. Right. And a special thank you to my new fans and my new subscribers out there. Thank you. Another round of applause for you. And just a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe. Share this content all over your social media platforms. Let's keep getting Canadian content, especially Canadian content, out there to the wider North American audiences. And it takes people like you to make that happen, too, ladies and gentlemen. So as I was saying, looking forward to 2023. Well, based on the, <laughs> the actions of some of our politicians this past year and based on some of the uh, buffoonery, that was presented to us by our leadership uh, beginning in January. I'll give a little review here. I don't have to uh, tell you all how to suck eggs and let's look back at this year, but some important events that has happened in the internet world and in the news world and in the world at large. Okay. Canada had a big trucker convoy in January. A lot of truckers got sick and tired of the mandates, went to Ottawa, peacefully protested. Okay. And through those actions, you see throughout the woodwork how many people were for it and against it. Now, I encourage people to have an opinion on anything, your own opinion. Formulate your own opinion and decide amongst yourselves which is good, which is bad, blah, 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 blah. But I remember distinctly my wife and I having a few arguments over things that she saw on TikTok, you know, TikTok, where people get a lot of their education now, apparently. I guess TikTok is a great platform for people to be informed about the world uh, because you have reporters like uh, uh, Rachel Gilmore at Global News who does a lot of her stuff based on TikTok. And I've had a few conversations. Well, I've tried to have a conversation with her a couple of times. Uh, she's never replied to my tweets. However, I've given her counterpoints on so many of her stories. And there's a few other journalists, too, I, I dare not mention because they're just a waste of my time. Needless to say, during the convoy, a lot of people were against it and a lot of people were for it. Now, once the smoke cleared and... Uh, our beloved potato puppet and his cabinet instilled the emergency measures act. A lot of people were questioning, which is a good thing. We need more people to question the authority in this country. 
need more people to question the status. We need more people to sit and ask the tough questions. So personally, I don't think the Emergencies Management Act was needed. I think it was a government overreach uh, out of panic and fear. Okay. Now, you've heard me ramble on about the Trudeau government over and over again. Okay. It's, it's becoming a broken record. I know. I know this should have more to do with my podcast and bitching and complaining about the Trudeau government. Fine. Okay. But you, you got to have to sit back for a second and realize how many qualified people are calling the shots in this country as we speak. How many people are sitting around in Ottawa, regardless of the Christmas break or not, okay, calling these shots for us? Now, when Parliament comes back at the end of January, you know, after having close to seven weeks off, seven weeks off, there are people I work with that can barely get two weeks off out of the year, let alone fucking seven. But I digress. Right? They're going to contemplate more orders and more regulations for you and I, uh, Canadian taxpayers, veterans, citizens alike on how to live our lives. Now, I've mentioned the bill C-11 before. Basically, it's a bill that's supposed to promote Canadian content and stop hate speech online. Oh, my goodness. Because it's supposed to stop disinformation and misinformation so people don't get hurt while they're reading stuff. More or less, it's a censorship bill, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And yours truly and other podcasters and broadcasters and creators alike that live in this country, that thrive in this country, that love this country, might be censored. And I put the might in big, bold letters, might be censored, right? Because apparently I've had a couple of people weigh in on my show and say, Krusty Canuck, you're just a bitter old prick. Well, I'm bitter. I'm not that old and I can't be a prick. So you're partially right, right? That would be considered misinformation in some circles, but I encourage people to speak their mind and say what they want to say and do what they want to do. As long as you're not hitting people, taking their stuff, we'll get along just fine, right? So this past year has proven to be one of a shaky and scary one too, okay? I'll post some articles in my description for you guys to read along just to, for me to prove my point here. I'm not going to post any videos in this episode, whatever. I got things to do. Like I said, New Year's Eve. My wife and I are going to go out tonight and have a good dinner and uh, have a nice dance and along with our friends and bring in 2023 with try with the utmost positive outlook, regardless of how terrible this year has been for a lot of Canucks out there and to my American listeners too. And to my other foreign listeners, either from Britain or to Germany. Um, I've actually looked at some of the stats lately. I've, I've got listeners in Vietnam. So thank you very much. So regardless of what has happened this year, my advice is this, to keep a stiff upper lip, do what we can to persevere and fight the good fight to keep the truth out there to the best of our abilities. Okay? This liberal government hasn't proven itself to be liberal. Okay? They're not the liberals that we grew up with. They're not the liberals that our parents grew to love. And it doesn't matter if you appreciate Pierre Elliott Trudeau or not. Justin is, is, is nothing like his old man. He's, he's, he's a monster as far as I'm concerned. I, I have no respect for the man. I got no respect for the liberal cabinet. Why? Because he appointed the liberal cabinet based on gender and based on numbers, not based on actual merit. Okay. And you're seeing a lot of that in the workplaces of today too. Okay. We have to get numbers. Representation is key. Yes. Representation is key when someone can do the job. Okay. I grew up in a household where you judge people based on their actions. 
where you hire people based on their qualifications, not what's between their legs or the color of their skin or who they sleep with. Okay. It's that simple. But every so often you're seeing little adverts pop up for people of this and people of that to apply here or apply there. Does it really matter anymore? No, if, if I go to a mechanic, I want that mechanic to be qualified. I personally don't care if he or she is black or he or she is gay or if they uh, identify as zer or zinc or zoink, what have you. As long as they know what the hell they're doing when it comes to tools and fixing a vehicle, I'm okay with that. But just like when we elect our politicians, how many politicians have been elected the past couple of years who fill a role, who fill a void rather than try to solve a problem okay it's not sexist to argue with a woman ladies and gentlemen it's not misandric to argue with a man it's not misogynistic to disagree with a female politician it's not misandric to disagree with a male politician okay so this year has been a real big play on words right the big trend that i've seen is that oh if, if you disagree with this it's violence or if you disagree with that it's violence no, a violence is where you go up to somebody and you punch him in the face. That is violence. And according to the law, that's also called assault, right? But if you tell someone to fuck off or get a grip, you know, or get a life or do better at your job rather than just do better, like a lot of the SJWs like to say now, right? I like to tell those kids, what's your bloody excuse? Why aren't you doing better? Well, you're telling guys like me who drive a truck and go to work, you know, who work 10, 12-hour shifts, okay, on most days, why aren't you doing better? What's your excuse, right? But, you know, of course, all you ever get is this. Pretty self-explanatory, right? So when I look at 2022. I look at all the slack and idle, all the lazy leadership that has come from basically all major parties in this country. Now, I've praised Pierre Polyev in uh, the Canadian Parliament, <coughs> basically for standing up for the blue-collar guy and gal, of course. You know, I'm being inclusive here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. To everyone who goes out and works for a living. Now, with the inflation that the, the world is seeing as we see, okay, it's not just a global thing. A lot of it's a national thing, too, okay? We've seen the federal government spend lots of money on stupid things, the $54 million in the trans scam app, basically to track your movement because of COVID, yeah, to protect you because of safety, right? $54 million bucks it cost the Canadian taxpayer to get that online and on the go, but it wasn't working properly. So some people pocketed some funds out of that. It's safe to assume, right? And how many more billions of dollars were given to the people of Ukraine to fight the, the Russian onslaught, okay? While our military is being <laughs> ripped apart and gutted as we speak. So there's a lot of contrast and context here that's not being presented to the general public. So it's people like me and other people like yourself that watch my show or watch other shows or listen to other podcasts or listen to alternative media or listen to homegrown media to find some more facts and figures. Okay. And this year has been a reminder too on how many people are getting sick and tired of the mainstream dogma, the mainstream BS when it comes to this story or that story, you know, Oh my God, this person didn't like my article. So therefore I've got PTSD. They said such harsh words. 
I like to remind my wonderful audience out there, you don't get PTSD from reading a bad article or reading meme tweets or walking down the street strolling around and someone calling, calling you a silly cow. You get PTSD from actually doing something, witnessing some horrendous actions, and you just don't assess it quick enough. You just put it aside, and it accumulates after a while, right? If you got PTSD from bad words, Stephen King would be out of a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, while you sit there and you contemplate all the buffoonery that has been presented to us this year, let's hope 2023 does far better. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Yes, let's hope 2023 does far better. Let's take a better stand on, on these issues too. As the title card says too, looking forward to 2023. Okay, you see a little individual there with his can of flag wrapped around his mouth. He's being censored. Carbon tax, inflation, the big gun ban that issue is going on. And I've already mentioned the whole uh, app issue with the trans scam, trans Canada app for your safety. Not to mention any, uh, every other scam that's in the works as we speak right now. C11 might go through as planned at uh, some time beginning next year. Right? So yours truly and other Canadian creators might be censored because we're being too mean. Oh. Heaven forbid if we actually spend our time trying to talk to people, trying to bring some common sense back into our lives too. Now, I've had a few emails over the past couple of months in regards to uh, my content and what I've said. And I don't believe in exposing uh, people. I, I don't believe in doxing people. Unless the guy or gal is a criminal and they've done some terrible things to people. That's a different story. But when it comes to this whole doxing trend that was done in the States by that Taylor Lorenz that poor, poor girl that got PTSD from bad words. Okay. Because uh, the creator of Libs of TikTok, you can see on the Twitter feed there, right? Uh, exposing some of the buffoonery that's that's miring our society today. Now, I personally don't care what people do with their spare time or what you want to do with your life or who you love. Go out there and love who you want. But I will say this, leave kids alone. Okay. Let kids decide who they are, what they are, what they want to be. Let them grow into something by their means and by their terms, not by mom and mom's terms or dad and dad's terms or some woke teacher. And let's get rid of the woke bullshit right now, too. Let's start hiring again based on merit, based on a person that has what it takes to do the job assigned or the job that they're going for. They have the qualifications. Now, I talk with some uh, some actors and I've talked with some writers uh, like I said, I've written a screenplay, ladies and gentlemen. So that's in the works. Uh, the screenplay is done, but needless to say, uh, it's, <laughs> I think it's great. And I'm not going to toot my own horn. I just think it's a great story. And uh, what I want for this screenplay, I, I would like it to work and I'd like it to go places, be hopeful. Just like any musician, musician wants his or her music to go someplace, any novelist wants his or her words to go someplace, you know. But it can't be done unless we get rid of all this woke crap, okay? I believe in representation, but I believe in meritocracy more, okay? If representation is so key in this year and for the next year, 
then write those stories about representation. Create those stories. Create those films. Stop worrying about how many people of this or that are behind the scenes. Start worrying about how the story is going to get out there so the masses can see it and embrace it. Okay? Start worrying about who's qualified to do the job rather than who looks the part. Start being the part. It's that simple. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, indigenous, French, English. It doesn't matter if you're Polish. It doesn't matter if you're Eastern European. It doesn't matter at all. If you have what it takes to do the job, as far as I'm concerned, it's yours. That's my logic. And somehow we have forgotten that in 2022. So let's try doing that in 2023 and for the rest of our natural lives. Don't buy the hype of the climate emergency. I don't. Weather changes, fine. Does that mean more tax dollars at the pumps and the grocery stores? And when we turn the heat up, when it's minus 45, going to stop the bad weather from getting us? No, it's not. It's a government scam. And Dr. Patrick Moore, one of the original founders of Greenpeace, can validate that for you too. So that's my (laughs) environmental spiel for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. When it comes to 2023, I believe there might be a fight coming. And I'm not saying, you know, a little fisticuff, a little scuffle, or, you know, the little scuffle that the police forces promoted on the convoy there back in February. Okay. I believe there might be a fight coming. And I believe there might be some ugly revelations. Right. I think there's going to be a lot of I told you so's. And a lot of you would have, could have, should have. But I also believe that something's going to happen and it might wake people up even further. Okay. There's a lot of grassroots Canadians out there, a lot of grassroots Americans out there, a lot of grassroots Brits, Germans, a lot of people in the Western democracies who are starting to wake up to this bullshit and say, ah, no, 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 no. We are not going to sell our farms. No, 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 no. We're not going to sell our homes. We're not going to buy this, have some crickets and own nothing and be happy bullshit. Yours truly won't. Now, our federal government has added more guns to the list of what they want to ban with Bill C-21, okay? That's basically every hunting rifle that's in the Canadian arsenal as we speak, right? And I've said this in my last episode too, ladies and gentlemen. They basically just don't want Canadians to own firearms. That's what it is. And in recent news today, there was a young police officer who was gunned down and killed in Hagersville, Ontario, doing his job, responding to an emergency. And the little puke that shot him was out on bail months before who committed assault against a peace officer who was forbidden from owning firearms because he committed a crime with said firearm a year before, or was it 2018? Anyway, I'll leave a link in my description, ladies and gentlemen, for you to read and to carry on with at your own leisure. But you're seeing what the government is sizing us up to do. The Liberal government passed Bill C-5, which was a little more lenient, a little more softer on people who committed some heinous crimes, i.e., you know, armed robberies, armed assaults, that kind of thing. And yet they don't see individuals who do that as a danger. They see individuals as myself and my fellow shooters and hunters alike as danger. So the contrast of our leadership is all screwy up there, right? All screwed up. That's self-explanatory. So let's hope 2023 some common sense might hit Parliament. We could pray for it, but I doubt it's going to happen. 
What I encourage all of you is to stand your ground, stand firm, and stand fast. Because I don't want to see a repeat of what happened in February to those truckers that just stood up and said, hey, we've had enough of this garbage. Because the next time, it might be a little more violent. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Like the title card says, ladies and gentlemen, looking forward to 2023. Of course, C-11, the censorship BS, banning more guns, inflation, because the government just loves spending our money on virtue trying to save the world and more carbon taxes. That's right. Yes, effective the first, effective tomorrow. Okay, January 1st, 2023 goes up. Gasoline, groceries, home heating, all to save the planet. No, it's lining pockets, okay? It's taking more money that we don't have and giving it away to other people. That's my best guess in how this inflationary problem is, right? <laughs> it's just, I don't know what else to say about it, ladies and gentlemen. Other than that, it's just a con. It's just a scam, okay? You're not going to save the world by taking money from people and shaking their finger, I've suggested this before on numerous episodes. Why aren't we spending money on innovations that are going to help people? Now, shameful Seamus O'Regan, Mr. Whatever Minister he was, I forget, the guy keeps changing jobs like I change socks every effing day, promised heat pumps to his constituents in, in Newfoundland. Heat pumps. Basically, it's something you attach to your AC unit to pump heat into your home. Okay. Now, if it works the same, as an AC unit, you might as well just leave your dryer on all goddamn day because the electricity is going to go through the roof. So all these ideas that the liberal government has come up with in the name of protecting the environment, it's going to be uber harder on the grid. Okay? It's going to be super harder on the grid. They want you to use electric cars. Have you seen a winter in Canada? Have you seen what severe cold does to an actual car battery? let alone the batteries that are going to run these great electric vehicles so we can save the earth. Yeah, said no one, right? So we have to incorporate more common sense this coming 2023, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, question it. No one, as far as I'm concerned, can force you to buy something that you don't want. I don't have the 45, 50 grand right now to go put a down payment on a luxury electric vehicle or get myself a Prius Probably because uh, I, I probably get a loan, but then there's more debt. I don't want more debt. I've had enough of it. I paid all my debts off. I don't want any fucking more. And neither do you. Right? So what's the sense of doing that? But no, powers of be know what's best. Even though the powers of be are chauffeured, catered. They get the odd rub and tug. They get the odd reach around. And they get their food and everything else delivered to them. While some of them still have the luxury of sitting at home and carrying on parliamentary duties via Zoom. So can you trust individuals that tell you that you must buy this vehicle by this year? We must start buying these vehicles by this year or else? Right? No. So you, my wonderful audience out there, I encourage you all to keep driving your combustible engines. And invest in more combustible engines. 
and take the time to invest in yourself, how you can run your own home by your own means of power, right? There's schematics out there that you can find to run your house on clean, realistic energy without breaking your bank or putting you into fucking financial crisis, okay? Self-sufficiency, that's a start. Now, my wife and I were on the grid. Yes, our prices are getting up there, and sometimes it does get unbearable. And I'm thinking of ways myself as, as uh, I do this podcast here for you, ladies and gentlemen, that would make things easier later on. But I digress. I encourage you all to be a little more self-sufficient when it comes to heating your home, cooling your home, washing your dishes, washing your clothes. Find ways, because it, it starts at home, right? It starts at home and it starts with you. And maybe these clowns might just pay attention. But then, you know, no one's perfect, right? As you know, like I always say, crack don't smoke itself. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And just a reminder too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this all over your social media platforms. Look for updates on uh, my Facebook page and my YouTube page, respectively, too. You might even see some more adverts going around on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. Now, if you catch my mug, see that logo there in the top right hand of your corner, the Krusty Neck Podcast, please check me out on Podbean as well. That is my podcast hosting site, so you can check for uh, new videos and new uh, podcasts there on a bi-weekly basis based on my work schedule i try to at least get an episode up every two weeks try to get two episodes up every two weeks therefore you get four a month and to you my diehard crusty canuck fans i try to do that for you as best as i can i like to get more episodes up on a regular basis but due to my work schedule and what i have to pay to keep this house running <laughs> the podcast is not paying that much but i hope viewers like you and listeners like yourselves out there take the time and actually donate uh, you know, five, ten dollars if you can. I'm not going to demand it. I'm not going to be one of those SJWs that say, "Give me money because I'm worthy." Uh, if you want to donate to the podcast, please do check out my shop. I also have links in the description for you guys to check out too. Customized girl. I do have uh, items for sale there now as we speak. I have a mug. Uh, they come in different varieties. I also have T-shirts there too, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, swimsuits, caps, hats. And other little trinkets with the Krusty Canuck logo. So you can buy and support the podcast at your leisure. Links are in the description. Anyway, carrying on again with episode 198. Looking forward to 2023? Well, I am. I'm alive. I have a great marriage. I have great friends. And I got great family. Um, I've got some great goals that I'm going for. And I hope all of you have some great goals to go for too. But these goals and these ideas cannot be completed unless we have the freedom to do it. And that freedom has to be fought for, ladies and gentlemen. You know, that has to be fought for. So I have to say abolish the carbon tax. That ever-looming, disgusting carbon tax. And take a stand against C-21 when it comes to confiscation of firearms. Now, I live in Alberta, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, our premier, Daniel Smith, regardless of how you feel about her or feel about the conservative caucus over the past three years because of Kenny's uh, blunders, okay, I think she's taken a good stand when it comes to 
looking after Albertans and, and the welfare of Albertans because there's a lot of Albertans that I know personally that are hunters and sport shooters. Uh, some are fellow vets, some are ex-police uh, officers, and others are just down-to-earth, decent people that grew up hard, that grew up fair, right? And when you keep telling an individual, you can't, you can't, you can't, you're not, you're not, one of two things is going to happen. Someone's going to lash out or someone's going to comply. I highly suggest you don't comply. That's all I'm going to say about that. Stand up for what's right, okay? That's not the government's place to take your property. It doesn't matter if it's deemed illegal or not. It's, it belongs to you, you know? And when they suggested and mentioned any kind of buyback, well, how is it a buyback? You never bought it to begin with. How are you buying it back for me? Hey, how are you doing that? You never bought the damn thing to begin with. You never took the training. You never took the lessons. You never invest the time and effort to learn how to shoot properly. So why are you taking something from me? Hey, that's what we're going to stand for. And then when Parliament sits again, I think January 30th, I highly suggest to all of you, write to your MPs, email, phone call, handwritten letters, right? Send dozens, hundreds, thousands. Bombard your MPs. Because I'm trying to find a peaceful solution to this idiocy that we have to call our Canadian government. What else can we do? We've seen how the overreach happens in February of this past year. We've seen what they're willing to do when they have a coalition of the willing and the compliant to quash any kind of <laughs> disinformation or misinformation that's out there. And there's tons of footage out there, ladies and gentlemen, that, will, that can prove that the protest in Ottawa was not a terrible, evil thing. You had a couple of shitheads that might have been planted to stir the pot. But all in all, you know, you had kids there, you had people there in bouncy castles, hot tubs, playing street hockey. People from all walks of life handing out food, shaking hands, camaraderie at its finest, waving the Canadian flag. Okay. Oh, and that also reminds me too. I have to do a redaction, ladies and gentlemen. My last episode, I mentioned about the Lav 3 firing a 25 millimeter, or correction, I said 25 caliber. What I should have said was 25 millimeter. To my fellow veterans out there, my fellow Lav drivers and commanders alike, my sincerest apologies for my ignorance. I redact the comment of saying 25 caliber. I should have said 25 millimeter cannon. My apologies. My apologies. So, uh, <laughs> like I've always said too, we have to have more journalists redact their comments if they're wrong or if they're corrected. I wasn't corrected, but I was wrong after watching the review of my episode going, holy shit, I got to sort that out. So I just sorted it, ladies and gentlemen, to my fellow vets out there who are lav qualified, my apologies for saying 25 caliber. I should have said 25 millimeter cannon. So, you know. Thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. So, Mel Koopa, Mel Koopa, I flagellate myself and that buffoonery and that stupid mistake. <laughs> so I redacted the comment, okay? I just did right here on the show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. And I just like to say, too, hey, Rachel Gilmore, you see how it's done, right? You make a mistake, you fucking own it. That simple. Okay, I'm hoping one day that you're actually going to realize that your reporting is 
is terrible. And to every other journalist out there that constantly worries about so-called intersectionality and rampant misogyny, think about the garbage that you promote. Okay? So come 2023, as of tomorrow, I hope you reflect and I hope you lot do better. Right? Do better in researching your stories. Do better in actually getting the questions across. Do better in getting the answers rather than sitting in the confines of your luxurious apartment or wherever you live and get off your ass and go out and talk to people. Then you'll find guys like me and the so-called misogynists on Twitter. Okay? You'll find less and less of a hard time when you actually do what you're paid to fucking do. Okay? There we go, huh? And that'll probably make your 2023 that much brighter and less sexist, eh? Oh. Oh, God, yes, of course. Or just be an adult and own your shit. But, you know, I digress anyway. Anyways, gentlemen, in conclusion of this episode, I wish nothing but good things for you all in the upcoming year. It's been a tough year for all Canucks. It's been a tough year for my American friends. Tough year for my British friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I also want to say that regardless of how you feel in the political spectrum, I personally believe that a lot of freedom is being compromised as we speak. To where we go, to where we shop, to what we do, to how much cash we should have, how much cash we shouldn't have, according to some powers that be. <coughs> I want you to have all the cash and liberty that you want. Just don't hit people, take their stuff. Simple rules to live by, right? Do what we can to be kind to each other. You know, I personally don't care how you live your life. I don't care who you love. I don't care who you sleep with. Do it well. Do it hard. Do it proudfully. Do it right. All right? Leave kids alone. Let them grow up to figure it out for themselves like every other adult should. Right? I don't buy this woke mandates. I don't believe in drag queens dancing erotically for kids. I don't believe in drag kings dancing erotically kids. I don't believe in any stripper of any sort dancing erotically for kids. Okay. That's just my belief. What's your belief? Something to think about. Now I'm not going to sit here and talk about decency and, 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 and conservatism, but I'm going to talk about practicality and pragmatism and what's going to be good when it comes to warping and shaping kids to grow up in a world that they're more willing to inherit and to make things work. Okay. Still a lot of years left in all of us there, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of us Gen Xers, there's a lot of years to go. A lot of asses to kick, a lot of heads to turn. And we shall do it. We shall persevere. I might have to work a little bit harder, but it's worth it, ladies and gentlemen. I love this country. I love what it represents. And I'm willing to fight for it. And I'm willing to die for it. What say you? So this New Year's message to you, my wonderful audience, and my wonderful supporters and backers out there, is a, is a simple one. Do what we can to help each other out. Stand with what's right. Stand our grounds. Do our best to be honest, to be kind, to be considerate. And take no shit. It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. And now, I have been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful <laughs> December 31st, 2022. I wish nothing but good things for you and yours and your family and your loved ones. I hope that Christmas and this New Year's some of your wishes have come true, if not all of them, at least some of them anyway. And I wish nothing for happiness, nothing but happiness for all of you out there. So we can persevere and we can do the best we can with what we got. And like I say, it was, <laughs> like I say, ladies and gentlemen, humanity and merit wins the day. 
Take care, and I'll see you sometime next year. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>